What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Conscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Valencia. This podcast is dedicated to all you light warriors out there who make a choice each and every day to nurture our planet, to honor and respect your fellow brothers and sisters, and most importantly, to value, cherish, and truly love yourselves. Today's podcast is brought to you by Authentic Empowerment, reminding you that a conscious life is a treasure beyond value, and that true happiness starts with a simple choice. Our guest on the show today is someone who I have the deepest admiration and respect for. She is the founder of the Harmony Healing Center with over 30 years experience as a holistic healer. She's a spiritual coach and a certified regression therapist focusing on current, past, and between life regression therapy. Christine Morton, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Troy. Thank you for having me. It's interesting. The last time I worked with you was I was a 25-year-old boy living in the 1400s. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We all have so many uh, stories uh, that uh, when we're ready are just come to the surface like that. So. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, my experience with you was so beautiful. And, and we'll, we'll touch on some of that later in the show. Um, but be- before anything, I, I would just love to, to ask a little about, about your background. Um, you know, how'd you get into this field? Where'd you come from? All that kind of stuff. Just introduce you, and get your story out there a little bit. Okay. So, um, well, 33 years ago, my mother died of ovarian cancer. And this, this event completely changed the course of my life. The last few weeks of her life, she found this amazing place. She was so peaceful and so serene and so calm. And she was just, she just radiated love and she was incredible to be around during that time. And so I vowed after she died that I was going to find a way to find that place without having been given a death sentence first. Wow. Um, so I, uh, I had been in the medical field for about 15 years and I knew that it was time to get into something more holistic. I fell in love with massage therapy. I started taking courses and classes and I started my own business and I started reading everything I could get my hands on, on death and dying and near death experiences and uh, reincarnation. And uh, I started volunteering for hospice and hypnosis. I was fascinated with hypnosis, but I had young girls running around and I was trying to run my own business and and I didn't have time to pursue it. So then about 10 years uh, after my mother died, I was down in Florida attending a personal growth workshop. And in the middle of that workshop, uh, during an emotional release process, I had this crazy opening and my mother began talking to me. And what she she told me the other story, you can read all about it on the website, um, the whole stories on the website. Uh, but in the middle of that, I knew that it was time to get into the uh, into the hypnosis and then into the specialty work of uh, regression therapy. Um, personally, this work has changed everything for me. I now know who I am and where I came from and what I came here to do. And I, I've been able to uh, understand things like um, why I chose this challenging body to be in this time around. Um, 
I've been able to reconnect with loved ones who've crossed over. I've gotten, I've gotten the answers to so many questions. Uh, this, this work has changed everything for me. We used to have to spend years and thousands of dollars in traditional psychotherapy just to scrape off the surface of one or two issues. This is some of the most powerful work that I have found that allows us to go directly to the root cause of our issues and giving us an opportunity to release them quickly and safely and affordably and giving us a much deeper uh, connection to spirit. Oh, you know, you said something in there that, that triggered me. Obviously, you know, we work together. I spent 12 years after my mom passed um, questioning questioning and wondering why and all these questions and in my session with you as you remember we had that message from her where she said she's always going to find me again and I can tell you that was on I think uh, April 3rd we we met and April 7th was her 12th year anniversary of her passing I woke up that day and literally did not feel like she's ever passed I just it's like I, it's like I knew I was going to see her again in you know a month or a week or something and it was the most profound uh, Joy and I shared that online, and I don't really share a lot of stuff online. I'm trying to be more involved with that now, but it's just your story, it resonates with me because I get it. You know, I right. get it. Right. I get it, absolutely. And, right. and how long have you been doing this as a, as a past life regression therapist exactly? Oh, I've been doing this for over 14 years now. Um, oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm passionate. I'm passionate about this work. I've done over um oh i don't know i've lost count but uh, well over 1500 sessions um i have hundreds and hundreds of uh, testimonials from people who have just um uh, healed so many things uh, with this work so. are you uh I'm, I'm just curious you know you put me out with the book journey of souls thank you for that by the way um yeah. I'm just curious, did, where did that book come across in your process? Like, when were you introduced to this book? I'm, I'm just very curious about it. I, I read that book before I started, not too long before I started um, my, my courses, my training in the um, past, you know, in the regression therapy. Uh, that book uh, was, you know how you read a book and it just changes you, you know, it yes. just shifts something in you that I couldn't put that book down I read it I think in a day and a half I was up till two o'clock in the morning reading 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 you know I just I couldn't put it down I and all the way through it I'm like yes yes you know it just it made so much sense to me um so yeah that's an amazing book um do you I mean you mentioned having a bunch of um you know of information of your own is that something you ever considered putting together I mean how does that work Say that again, Troy. Would you ever be able to put something together of your own like that? A, like a, a document? Oh, oh my gosh. I have volumes and volumes of uh, stories and so many sessions. I have so much material to write a book with. But um, that's a very left brain process. And yeah. I really just love doing the work. Uh, maybe someday. Uh, but right now, I just am so passionate about working with people and just doing the work. So, but yeah, someday. Well, if you ever put that together, please let me know. I will be your proofreader for that. I would love to read some stories. You mentioned something about the left brain. Um, for people who don't know, uh, there's a difference between your left and your right brain, obviously. Can you talk a little bit about the difference in the left and the right brain? Sure, yeah. So, um, 
the left brain is um, that part of you that is very detailed and organized and um, uh, time, it's, it's time bound and it is concerned with everything that you can see, hear, taste, touch and smell in this third dimensional reality, reality between birth and death and this lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, so that part of you uh, has to get very hardwired early in childhood. And this isn't a bad thing. Actually, it's a protective me mechanism. Uh, you, uh, we couldn't have figured out how to uh, function in this third dimensional reality and we, we couldn't have survived childhood without it. And so it's very mm -hmm. important that that happens so that you can make sense of this, uh, this reality. Um, but at a certain point, so what happens is that that when we're when we're an infant the left and right brain are pretty balanced but that left brain gets very hardwired and comes out in front and kind of pushes the right brain down underneath and so at a certain point in our lives um this left brain being out in front running the show really isn't serving us anymore in fact it's really getting in our way and and there's this other part of us that is crying out for expression that is wanting to come forth now and start to to lead and so when that starts to happen then people begin to experience some pretty interesting things in their lives their they synchronicities start showing up and um, they start uh, having deja vu or they'll meet somebody um, that they just have known forever. You know, they've never met this person before, but they know, they just know that they've known them. Uh, or pretty, you know, crazy dreams start happening or, or th things just start happening that, that let this left brain, uh, this, this right brain know that there's more, there's more to all of this than, than what we've uh, been led to believe. Yeah. And, yeah. and so this work is so amazingly powerful for assisting that right brain part of us to come forward and begin to lead. We don't wanna, we don't wanna get rid of the left brain. We, we, we couldn't even if we wanted to. We need it, we, we need to have access to it many, many times a day. It's a resource. Uh, uh, it's it's a tool, but we don't want it out front running the show. We want it over here, uh, standing beside us, or maybe even one step behind us, and letting that uh, other side of us, that right brain part of us, that is is very creative and artistic and intuitive, feeling expansive, uh, timeless, spontaneous, heart centered part of us to come forward and begin to lead. And when we can do that. Oh my gosh, when we can start learning to trust that intuition moment by moment by moment, oh my gosh, life becomes very uh, effortless and magical. And uh, that, that you, you told me once that you were a, a left brain person in your previous life. Uh, is there, are there any practices you can offer to people that would help them develop that right side? I know you gave me specifically one. Um, is there anything else, anything you can, even if the same one you share with me that you can share with everybody that could, a technique or anything? Well, meditation, you know, meditation in general is just a huge, huge tool. And there's a, there's a million ways to meditate, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a really, uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll share a little bit with, about meditation. So there's a really uh, 
so what I hear a lot from people is that, well, I've tried that, or I, I can't do meditation because, you know, my mind is just too crazy. Well, I hear that all the time. And um, that's because there's this really common idea out there that the purpose of meditation is to quiet the mind. And that's a really lovely thought, but it really doesn't work very well, especially when we're first getting started. And that's because the left brain is like an unruly child that's never been disciplined. It doesn't want to do this. It doesn't know how to do it. And so it's going to fight you on it. So if we go at um, the meditation from a different angle, if we go at it with the intention to train the mind to focus, that generally works a whole lot better. So a really easy um, meditation that I start people off with sometimes, and maybe this is the one you're talking about, uh, is just to sit in a chair and close your eyes and just begin counting your breaths. And these are just normal breaths. And so you would you would start, you would count four breaths, and then you would start over and count three breaths, and then start over and count two breaths, and then one, and then start back over at four again. And what you're gonna find is that you're not any good at this, and that's because the left brain doesn't wanna do this. So you might get through a half a round of that, or maybe even a whole round of that, and then the mind's going to jump off and there it goes. It's running amok. It's thinking about a million other things. And you might be out there for five minutes before you realize, oh my gosh, I'm not counting. And it doesn't matter. You just bring it back and start over. And it doesn't matter if you have to start over a hundred times in 20 minutes. Uh, if you will just do it, it will, it will change your life. But here's the most important thing that I want you to hear. Um, try to find the humor in the fact that the left brain can't stay on task. Don't let it frustrate you. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's gonna be a mess, especially in the beginning. So just let it be whatever it is and just, and just do it. You're, you're gonna notice that it's not gonna take you very long to start to notice some really nice, subtle shifts in your day. Even if you think the meditation was a complete uh, train wreck, uh, you're gonna benefit from it. You know, uh, when I started doing that the first time, I, I took your advice. I didn't get mad at myself, didn't get frustrated, but I just remember going for about, maybe it, was, it had to be about 10 minutes and realizing I'm not counting at all. I'm just thinking of other things. Exactly. Um, but I realized after was that uh, in my meditations I would do after that, uh, even my TM stuff, I would, I would be more visual all of a sudden. It's like, it's like, it's almost like you just like, you just went to the weight room for the first time and start lifting your weights, you know, and you get used to it. You feel your body start to change. It's the same thing with your mind. Those changes happen right away and you, you feel it and the, the effects you're right are so profound and they're, they're almost immediate and it's, it's awesome. That's right. That's right. The left brain has this pretty locked in, you know, um, but once we start doing that meditation, then these it's like these doors um start to begin to open up and we start to get information um from that right brain side of ourselves that starts to change everything yeah. and so in, in a regression session with you is that how does that work right so yeah what do you can you tell us what you're doing i mean i understand it's a, it's a hypnosis process but can you talk about that a little bit and, and yeah, how you get into that? yeah so um 
So again, uh, regression therapy is very right-brained work. The left brain has to be able to get out of the way in order to be able to do this work. And for that reason, I always ask everyone to begin a 15 to 20 minute daily meditation practice prior to the session. This is going to help the session so much. It's going to help that left brain take its proper place during the session. And it's also gonna help train the mind to focus. We need a very focused mind for the session. So um, we're using hypnosis to access lower states of consciousness. We all come down to these different levels of consciousness every single night as we drift off to sleep. These are normal, natural states. We come down so quickly, though, and drop off in sleep that we don't have a chance to hover at those lower realms. And so my goal is to get you down to one of those lower states of consciousness above sleep and hold you there because it's there that we have access to these memories. It's like these doors open up off to the side that we can go through and explore other aspects of ourselves and other okay. dimensions. So if you were to come to see me, you'd be lying on a very soft, warm massage table, or we would maybe we would be doing this over the phone. Um, I do this over the phone uh, all the time as well. And um, you're, you're going to be getting very deeply relaxed. Uh, so I'm going to be uh, leading you. I'm going to be guiding you uh, at, at, in the beginning. And so your body's going to be getting very, very deeply relaxed. And But you're still going to be able to hear my voice, and you're still going to be able to answer any questions that I might ask, and you are in control at all times. Uh, so again, in the beginning, I'm going to be leading you. I'm going to be asking you to think of this and to visualize that and to sense this. And then once I get you down to a certain place, then I'm going to begin turning the session over to you. And at that point, we're going to be trusting your intuition and your guides. We all have guides and teachers that come in with us to do this work. And honestly, you have no idea where the session will take you. And I certainly have no idea where the session will take you. But based on what you come in to work on, your guides know which life we need to go back to to explore in order to be able to understand that on a deeper level. And so we just have to trust where we are led and follow. So can, can, if I may sure. ask, can, can anyone be hypnotized? Is that, is that how it works? That's a really good question. Um, no, not everyone can. I, I would venture to guess, though, that... Um, probably 90% of everyone that I work with, if they take the time to prepare properly, has a very successful session. But out of that 10%, there might be um, six or seven who uh, are gonna have trouble. So what happens is they, they get relaxed and they drop down and they start accessing memory and then the left brain gets in the way and they pop back up again. And so then I have to deepen again and they go along for a little bit and then the left brain gets in the way and they pop back up again. And so we do this up and down thing the whole session. And oftentimes they really don't get enough information to uh, understand what they came in to work on. And then maybe maybe two or three out of a hundred uh, uh, just can't go there at all. They, the left brain uh, just has not a clue how to relax and how to get out of the way in order to be able to do this. But again, um, I would guess ninety percent of everyone I work with has a very successful session. You know, my uh, uh, we shared this. My, my I've spent my entire life uh, an educational background as an analytical chemist. So 
I've always felt like I've had one of those brains that's, you know, it's, it's crazy left side, crazy left side. And so I was worried about that, but luckily I've been meditating for a good enough while now, but there was portions during our session where I could feel my left brain sort of oh, start yeah. to question, but it, it's like the, the training really does help because does. You, even when you're in a regression, you, you notice something, you're like, oh shoot, like I'm, I'm back in time. But then you just, it's like it allows you to just relax. So I can understand how people can struggle with that. Yes, exactly, exactly. Everyone um, that's doing the session for the first time is going to notice some of that left brain jumping in occasionally, you know, and, but it's really just a matter of, you know, pushing it out of the way, trusting these impressions that are coming and, and follow them and let them lead you. Yeah. And you mentioned this, and this is something you can do over the phone or in person, correct? That's right. Yes. Um, like I, 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 uh, I'm living in Mexico right now, but Denver is home for me. It's where I was born and raised. It's where my family is. It's where my uh, a large part of my client base is. And I still maintain an office there in Westminster, Colorado. Um, so I go back to Denver often to work with clients, but I also uh, do this nationwide. I uh, have people from all over the country and all over the world, uh, actually, uh, that I do sessions with uh, over the phone. So it works very well over the phone. Yeah, ours was over the phone. I, I, I know I honestly was a little bit skeptical of the over the phone. I remember the first time I called you, I didn't realize you were in Colorado. And you brought that up and I said, oh, I was looking for someone in person. And as soon as you reassured me, I was like, I'm just going to try it. Right. And there was times I couldn't even, it doesn't matter where you are in the world because yeah. you're, you're not in, you're not there. You're somewhere else. That's right. That's and right. so, so do, do people usually remember anything? I mean, I know my experiences, but from what you've seen, do people remember it? Oh, yes. Uh, most people uh, will vividly remember everything after a session and can still years later vividly uh, remember the content of the session. Tell me, Troy, can you still right now? I mean, I know it wasn't very long ago, but aren't the scenes and, the, uh, and all of that still very vivid in your mind? Oh, everything. I mean, I, I had a meditation this morning and you talk about the spirit guides. I my spirit guide showed itself in a brief moment this morning and it was the exact same image I had when I was working with you. Right. It was, it's weird to say, you know, it sounds funny, but it was a geometric bird. It was, it was the Dalton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and we brought up spirit guides for a, a while and I, I, I'm assuming a lot of people have an understanding of what they are, but, but what, what would be your definition of the spirit guides, right? Just in case yeah. someone's hearing that and they're like, oh, I don't know what the spirit guide is. Yeah, yeah. Spirit guides can show up in so many different ways. Um, they can show up as people with male and female attributes, uh, with hair and facial features and clothing. Um, they can show up more like energy bodies, like, like orbs. Um, they can show up as birds or animals or insects or uh, geometrical shapes. Or yeah. Sometimes um, they come in just as light. And sometimes it's just a feeling that comes in. So it's very individual and very different for, uh, for everyone, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, one of the, the things I do remember is, I, if you remember our session, uh, when we talked to my spirit guide, he, we asked him, uh, and that's a question interview, we'll get to that part in a second, but you actually interviewed my spirit guide, which was so cool to read the notes on it, because you can see the change in dialogue, where it was exactly. me answering versus him. It was so interesting reading that after. Exactly. Yeah. But there was one thing with me that was so cool is when I was about seven or eight years old, I jumped off a diving board 
and I went sideways. And I'm telling you, I was going to crack my head against the edge. And at the very, very last second, I felt something almost squish my body together. And I've never forgot that moment in my life. I never believed it was anything spiritual. But during our session, our guide said, when you asked him, how long have you been with Troy? He's, and he told you it was this lifetime. He even saved me from crashing my head that one time. Right. I just thought that was the craziest thing because it's something I haven't thought about since I was a kid. Right. And in that moment, that just made perfect sense, oh, right? It made perfect sense. And it's like, right. you can't, that stuff is like, you, it just, yeah. you can't like, make this stuff up, right? Yeah, yeah it was just, it was so cool because I totally forgot about that memory. And when it, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, that makes sense because I felt my body squish up at the time. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah. do you know, there's a lot of trauma that our people are coming to you with, right? Uh, I had my own. Um, can you speak about how do people handle it? Is it something that everyone can handle? Like, what is it like from your experience that the trauma people are experiencing, right? Because there's some beautiful stuff that are laughing and joking, like eating squish together off a diving board. But there's also some very, very heavy stuff people are working with. Right. Well, to be honest, uh, almost all past life progression is trauma-based. Uh, we don't tend to go back to those easy vacation lives because mm -hmm. we're done with those. We tend to go back to those really traumatic ones, the ones that we're still holding on to uh, unfinished business with uh, that we've brought through uh, with us into this incarnation to work through. And so the sessions can be very intense and uh, emotional. Um, but it's kind of sort of like being in a movie theater. So when you're in a movie theater, you're, uh, you're so focused on the movie that um, your heart starts to pound really fast at the really exciting parts and you're, uh, you start to tear up at the really sad parts. And, and you're, you're so focused on the movie that you almost forget where you really are, but not quite. There's a part of you that knows you're not actually in the movie, that you're out here a bit watching it from out here. Well, hypnosis is very similar to that. Your eyes are going to be closed, but you're going to be so uh, focused on the scenes that are playing out inside uh, on your, in your mind's eye uh, that you almost completely detach from the outside world, but not quite. There's a part of you that knows that you're not actually there right now that actually right now you're either lying on your own bed uh, in the safety of your own home or you're in my very soothing um, safe office and that these are just memories uh, that are coming up for us to explore and and these these memories these traumatic memories don't send us into a state of pain. In fact, uh, they help us to understand uh, the feelings and thoughts that we've been having for a very long time and give us an opportunity to heal. So, uh, you know, there, there's people who, who question everything, obviously, and that's, that's totally acceptable and fine, and I get it. I was one of those people for a long time. There was a time in my life where I would have heard this and been like, it's, there's no way. And the argument for a lot of people make is uh, epigenetics, right? That the memories you're seeing aren't actually past lives. They're being passed down uh, genetically through family members. Um, and I, I have my own reasons as why I don't believe that's true. But can you talk about the difference between what you've seen with, um, I mean, maybe something in, in your life where you can say there's a story where it's hard to prove epigenetics or anything like that? Well, um, you know, uh, it's true that, you know, reality reality is 
is a very individual thing, you know, uh, your reality is different than my reality because of the experiences that we've had uh, in our lifetimes. And so we have how many billions of people on the planet and we have that many different realities, yeah. literally. Um, and, but, uh, you know, some people believe, uh, so one of the questions I get asked is, is do I have to believe uh, in, in past lives in order to benefit from this work? And the answer really is no, because um, some people believe that these memories are, um, uh, like you said, are, are, are taken from an ancestral pool, you know, from uh, stories from our ancestors that uh, we're, we're bringing in. Um, others believe that we're tapping into the collective consciousness, yeah. the stories in the collective consciousness. Um, some people believe these are just metaphors. Uh, for us to make sense of. And uh, most people uh, believe that these are actually past lives, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, the proof is in the results. Yeah. Uh, bringing these memories up to the conscious mind. Uh, first of all, these are legitimate expressions of the, conscious, of the unconscious mind. And bringing these memories up to the conscious mind uh, gives us an opportunity to to heal and to um, uh, move forward into our life uh, uh, in a more empowered uh, way. Uh, you said that so beautiful because it, it's just, it's lovely how you worded that. It, it really doesn't matter whether you do it or not because the healing, the healing does occur. That's right. That's right. And there's, there's a few types of uh, regression therapy. You do current, past, and between lives. Uh, right. How do you know which way to go? Is it based what the, the person is asking for? Like, how do you know which way to go with that? Well, someone wanting, uh, somebody who is um, wanting a current life uh, age regression is someone who is, for instance, uh, has forgotten uh, something in childhood and needs to get back to that and, and understand that on a deeper level. Or, or they're having, they, there was trauma back in, in their early childhood that, they want to go back and look at. So that would be a current life age regression. I don't do too much of that, but I, I certainly do some of that. Um, the um, past life regression um, is a marvelous tool for getting to the root cause of things like anxiety and depression and fears and phobias, um, anger issues, addiction issues, uh, repeating patterns in people's lives, relationship issues, uh, physical issues, things like that. Yeah. Uh, that session uh, takes uh, between um, a two and a half and, and three hours. And um, we need, uh, so then I do the between life soul regression and that's a, that's a longer session, it's deeper work. Uh, that's the session where we can get the answers to those really big questions. Who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going when I leave here? Who are the members of my soul family? Who are my soul yeah. mates? Who are my guides and teachers? Uh, what are the contracts I agree to this time around? What is my purpose? You know, those kinds of questions. Um, so most people begin with a past life regression and then progress into the deeper work of the between lives regression. Yeah, I uh, when, when this when the when this whole COVID thing clears up at some point, I'm I will be out there in Denver with you doing the between the lives. So uh, let me ask. So in, in my regression, 
um, you took me to a past life. I was a guy in the 1400s, and there was a very, very prominent problem that I have in this life, and I, I, I'm at a place where I can speak about this now. I've always had a capacity to give love. I've always been someone with my friends and people I'm close with. I can give all the love in the world, but I've always struggled so much receiving it. And for a large part of my life, I thought it was just due to my childhood being raised in the foster homes and getting used to not really getting attached to people. But in our regression session, uh, the life I went back to, I chose to go back to, was um, one where I, I was in love with a girl, if you remember, and I was making her laugh. And I remembered in this life that her father came from a wealthier family than I was from. And I never felt I was good enough to give to her, which her father could provide for her. And so I ended up running away from her and I spent my lifetime alone. And out of every step in that process you took me to, the one reoccurring feeling was loneliness. And uh, I just, it's so interesting because, you know, you come out and it's like, I can tell you today, this is the first time in my life, I, which is sad to say, because I've had people I've dated in the past, obviously, and this is the first time in my life I can tell you I'm, I'm in a place to receive love genuinely. That's right. That's and right. so just from my personal heart, I need to thank you because that, that think about how profound that gift is. And that's a three hour session with you while I'm in my, I'm in my bathroom trying to hide from the noise of the people on the street working. And so it's, it's, that's such a profound gift to receive. And I couldn't imagine the between life regression. Yeah, of- it's powerful. It's very powerful. We, so in a, in a uh, well, first of all, I want to say, I want to say thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, Because right? it's, it's very personal information that comes up. But isn't it amazing that you were taken, you know, it's not your job to figure out which life to go to. That is spirit's job. Um, your job is just to figure out what what issue you want to work on. Yeah. And then it is it is spirit that knows which life to take you to. And so isn't it fascinating that they took you back to that life and you were able to so uh, intimately um, relate to what was going on in that life and the feelings that you were having in that life are the same feelings that you have been having in this one. And how being able to bring that memory up to the conscious mind now has shifted that. And yeah. now, yeah, and I, I never knew it was a true inner sense of unworthiness. Right. Right. Because like I, I've always been like I'm a cool guy. I played basketball in college. I'm a chemist. How do you know? I'm somebody. But you realize that that I never even thought of that. I never thought it was unworthiness, but that's what it was my entire life. I felt unworthy. Right. And, and how, would you know, how would you know until you get back yeah, to that? Yeah. So with the between lives, I, I just want to talk about this a little more because this is something that's, uh, I think, I, I've never heard of this before. I finally read Journey of the Souls. It's, it's, it, that stuff comes clear to me. But in the between life progression that you dive into with people, what is the, is it is it just to learn about like the personality versus the soul and what your soul's purpose is your soul who your soul is is that kind of what you're going for right right so i want to back up just a little bit i'm going to go over past life a little bit and then we'll go into the yeah yeah please goal in a past life regression is to get into that life and into a life and explore that life in great detail it's so fascinating because once we get in there we can fast forward and rewind back and forth 
through the life as many times as we want to get all the details that we need. And then we get to a death scene and crossover. And then it is always our intention to hook up with guides who come in to help us process what we've learned here today. And that can be some of the most profound part of the whole session is that face-to-face -face with one of your guides. So in the um, between lives regression, again, that is a longer, it's a deeper work. Uh, we spend a lot uh, more time in the beginning of the session to get you into a much deeper state of hypnosis. Uh, but then we do, uh, and then we do access a past life, but we generally don't spend much time there. We skip through it pretty quickly, pick up the main pieces, get to a death scene, crossover, hook up with guides, and that's really where the session begins. So where we leave up with a past life regression is where a between life regression begins and we spend anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours on the other side and so obviously that can be profound so this is the life where we can find out uh, about our eternal uh, being you know and, yeah. uh, and and of all of the lives that we've lived and and about uh, you know in a past life regression oftentimes only one one guide will show up or or maybe two or but uh in a between life regression we we find out that we have many and that we have soul families we actually have families on that side like we do here and that oftentimes we reincarnate with these same people over and over again and um we can find we can go to um a place there's so many different places i, I don't want to go into all of the different that the journey of souls mm -hmm. is a wonderful book that really goes into a lot of the different areas that we can explore uh in in a between life regression but um it's a fascinating thing. so with, with ours when i passed away what you're saying is we took i remember I floating above my body after i passed and that's where we came right. in contact with my spirit guy, Dalton, which is the funniest name to me, because the only Dalton I know is Andy Dalton, Dalton who's a quarterback yeah. of the Bengals. Um, so is that essentially where we pick up, somewhere like that? If we have the interaction. Yeah, that's really where the session, you know, that's where that's where we really begin, is that we, we hook up with guides at that point. And then the guides, you know, from there on, uh, I'm just following. I'm just yeah. following. The guides know exactly where we need to go and what, what you need to do um, based on the questions that you've come in, uh, you've asked. And uh, so the whole session is pretty much on autopilot at that point and I just follow and they just lead and uh, it just unfolds. And for you the whole time, you're, you're in your mind, you're literally just, how, how's it for you? What's the experience like for you? <laughs> I have the coolest job in the whole planet. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, my job, uh, I'm, I'm just a facilitator. So my job is uh, to get you down to uh, that lower state of consciousness where you can begin accessing memory and then to, uh, to follow where spirit leads. And then I'm asking, I, you know, I'm asking questions about things that are coming up so that we can get lots of detail. Um, but the session is yours. I'm, I'm no longer leading at that point, you and your guides are running the show and so it's fascinating it's just fascinating i'm so focused uh when i'm in a session with somebody I, uh, you know three four hours can go by in just a, a blink you know yeah. uh, for me as well as the person in the session i can't tell you how many times people come out of hypnosis and they look at the clock and they go you're kidding me yeah that's how i felt 
it's been three hours. It feels like it's been yeah. an hour, you know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. The, I, I read a quote once. It says, you don't measure time in minutes, hours, and yes. seconds. You measure it in lessons learned. Yes. And that's, sense. that's exactly it. Oh, I, I'm so, I'm so thankful for you. Um, and, and how can people reach you? Let, obviously people are going to want to reach you. I, I know friends of mine have already talked to talk to you. What are the ways people can reach you? Well, uh, there's the website. So that is uh, harmonysoulregression.com. Uh -huh. um, so that's the website. And then um, uh, on the website, you can, there's a telephone number on there that you can reach me. So there's a, there's a, a button that you can push to request a 30 minute consultation with me i i love talking to people uh and and uh, explaining the process to them and uh getting all their questions answered before uh we set up uh, a session so that's um there's uh, so uh, my phone number is uh is 303-960-5970 and again the website is harmony soul regression.com I appreciate you, Christina. Are there any, is there anything last you want to share with anybody? Just maybe if you have anything about what your career has taught you about life or anything like that. I feel like you'd be a great person to just talk about maybe just some kind of direction for people who are feeling a bit lost in this lifetime. Obviously, they could reach out to you and learn more. But do you have any just words of advice from the story you've seen in your life and all the miracles? Well, I think the, the thing that it's done most for me is, you know, as I, as I said, after my mother died, she found that amazing place where she was so peaceful and so serene. I, I've, I realized that we probably are never going to get quite that peace and that serenity until we're, we're right up next to crossing over like that. But I, this, through this work, um, and through the, and, and through doing this work with others also i have learned so much through others i have found a piece in my life that um is just remarkable i again i've learned how to trust that intuition uh, moment by moment by moment and 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 to trust that everything is happening exactly the way it's supposed to and that there's no wow. such thing as death <laughs> no such thing uh life goes on and on and on and so there really is nothing to be afraid of and and so there's just a peace um that i have now that is palpable and it is amazing and i am so blessed <laughs> thank you so much for sharing everything with us today um, again, I'll have your link and all your information in the bio of this podcast and video. And uh, again, I just thank you so much and I hope you have a beautiful day. Well, thank you, Troy. It is, it's a, a, a real pleasure and an honor to be able to uh, facilitate this work for others now. So thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am.